Hey man, there's this band I love And I know you love them too But you're just shaking your head Like you haven't got a clue but What are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea Start a podcast and talk about it While sipping on a beer You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Here we go again. Yep. Hey, hey, Alan. What's hey. up? Hey. Not much, Kirk. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Real good. Yeah. Uh, guess I'm going to be looking for a new uh, interface now. Oh, so we no. Can run both our new mics. It's anyway. Running uh, theme of technical <laughs> difficulties before we start recording. Yeah. We probably have a lot of lost footage yeah oh. cutting room floor yeah <laughs> oh well that's how it goes so uh what's up not much <laughs> just recording terrible. just recording a podcast with my friend kirk <laughs> what's up with you uh just gonna do this super special episode yeah. number nine yes so we decided that episode 10 was gonna be a listener pick um, and we decided to just go ahead for episode nine, which is this one. Uh, we were going to pick an album that we both enjoy. We both love, uh, mm -hmm. so as not to throw off the, I pick Kirk picks, I pick Kirk picks pattern we've, we've had going on so far. Um, it also just gives us an excuse to <laughs> talk <Yeah>. about <laughs> something we, we both love. love yeah. So and we picked a good one. Yes, we did. And uh, I got a little surprise for you, Alan. Do you? In, in uh, you know, celebration of this awesome episode. All right. We have a special guest. Do we? <laughs> we do. <laughs> okay. The one, the only lead singer of Radiohead, Tom York. Hello, Kirk. Hello, Alan. I'm so happy to be on your podcast. It's my favorite. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Is, Thanks, Tom. That was incredible. That was... <laughs> that is, oh, my gosh. Those yeah, are such please, kind words. Please have a seat. Yeah, please. Uh, this is great. I don't know if he's going to... Are you going to stick around? Oh, I don't think he's going to stick around the whole podcast, but... Uh, maybe just a little bit? Yeah, you, just for a little bit. Are you going to stick around, Tom? I think he's going to. He's, he's getting settled. He's thinking there. about it. Yeah. Kirk is so handsome. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, buddy. oh my gosh. This is, this is great. This is <laughs> great. Uh, you, you know, choke up on that mic there a little bit, though. It's yeah. hard to hear you, Tom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, he's, you know, he's sitting over there on my bed. He's so soft-spoken. He, well, he is. And he's shy, you know. Oh, oh, oh okay. All right, cool. All right, oh, oh. Bye, Tom. <laughs> I guess he's... See y'all. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, uh, well, that was a treat. <laughs> I think he was drunk. <laughs> he might have been. <laughs> well, um, if you uh, if you haven't guessed by now, um, we're listening to. Okay, well, you don't have to guess. It's in the episode title. We're listening well, to "Okay Computer" yes by Radiohead. Yes um, holy shit, is that intimidating? <laughs> Hey, Alan, um, yeah. I've heard this. Uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> me too. Um, anyway, yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about this 
amazing epic album go one through of, it one of my absolute favorite albums yes. of all time go through it track by track like we always do so um, good but uh i think we're going a little bit out of order uh but uh yeah, what, a, this what is you... a special little episode yeah we're just we're, we're, just, we're keeping you know, it cash you know are. what are you listening to now that, <laughs> now that <laughs> tom left you know yeah <laughs> none of that what are you listening to <laughs> bullshit uh but what are you drinking i've got this little beast that you brought me, Treasure Hunter. Yeah, and it's, he's not just calling it a little beast. It's it's by Little Beast. Oh yeah, that's right. Brewing. <laughs> Got the Treasure Hunter. Yeah. I'm I'm rocking the Prairie, Prairie. Blueberry oh. Boyfriend. That going keep keeping the uh, out of Oregon uh-huh. trend going. They're they're in Oklahoma. Prairie, they they can do no wrong. They can't to me. They're awesome. Got some good stuff. Yeah, they do. But uh, you know. As usual, you know as who else has some good stuff? Who's that? Radiohead. That's true. And uh, <laughs> as usual, we're not we're not actually here to talk about beer. We are. Oh no, uh, we're here to talk about Radiohead. Radiohead. Let's let's get into it, Kirk. Let's do it. I'm real excited. Still really freaking nervous to <laughs> to talk about this album because of how critically acclaimed it is, and and it's a big, it's a and it's I a mean, big it's, one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, this is. I'm speechless. I know. Speechless. Well, uh, let, we don't have to get too much into the band itself. I mean, they've been around long enough. They're, you know, renowned enough that I think people know who they are. But I think just so, a yeah. little, you know, just a little bit, though. Uh, I mean, they were formed in 85. I didn't know that. They've been around for quite a while. They have. Um, they were originally called On a Friday. Yep, On a Friday. <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad they changed their name because that one sucks. Um, <laughs> they they have the distinction of being one of the few bands that's been around that long that still has its original lineup, which uh, is is shocking. Yeah, all um, original. That's yes. Amazing. You got Tom York. You got brothers Johnny and Colin Johnny. Greenwood, Ed O'Brien, and Philip Selway. And really, you could almost add Nigel Godrich, the you could. producer, because yes. he's been with them since this album. Since this album. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's done all of Tom's uh, solo albums yes, as well. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of, have you heard any of Tom's solo stuff? Oh, absolutely. Okay, that's what yeah. I thought. I got a text on the way up here from my friend Daniel asking if either one of us had heard The Eraser. He thought it'd be a good oh, one to yeah. talk about uh-huh. on the podcast, uh, but we both we both know it. So. Oh, Absolutely. Probably not going to be talking about that one and until we do another listener well, pick, we maybe. Do, yeah, sure. Um, one thing I did, uh, and I had read this before. I mean, you know, this is a, a band that I've done research on before. Oh, just yeah. Just because I love them that much. And But uh, Tom does a lot of their artwork uh, under White Chocolate Farm. See, that? I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I mean, just... A little tidbit there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so as we said, is produced by Ni- Nigel Godrich. Um, he's he's worked with some small time bands like uh, you know not really well known bands like REM, <laughs> um, Paul McCartney, Gnarls Barkley, Beck. Yep. I don't know if you've heard of those guys, but you know he's helping them out, getting them a little, uh, getting getting them a little more famous than they. Well, they are. you know, one of these days, I think REM really might break into the mainstream. Yeah, but I think so, we'll too. See. We'll uh, see. <laughs> so, uh, this album's from 97, the year yeah. I graduated high school. That is not the year I graduated high school. <laughs> I was nine. <laughs> Actually, not even. I was eight. I was about to turn wow. nine because uh, it came out in May. My birthday's in June. But uh, um, their, their third album, this was the one where uh, they had found such success uh, previously that they're record label said 
you guys do what you want. Yeah, and they sure did. They, they kind of they moved away from the you know guitar centered, mm-hmm. lyrically introspective style that uh, they had become known for with Pablo Honey and the Bends. Uh, went for more abstract lyrics, densely layered sounds, and um, eclectic influences. Mm-hmm. Um, and this kind of laid the groundwork for their their experimental sound. I think. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, it, and I did read something that they they wanted this album to be kind of almost anti-grunge yeah because that was what was happening at that time yeah in the music industry and like uh, uh anti-grunge anti-new metal type yeah. uh uh-huh. type yeah. sound yeah uh-huh. um it, it um weirdly kind of predicts how we're living today yes, in the 21st does. century that's, that's one thing i i see mentioned a lot with this album uh-huh. is that it it was far ahead of its time it was uh you know it's it's a lot of songs about um, a world that's obsessed with consumerism, um, anxiety uh, around political climates, mm-hmm. um, emotional isolation, um, and that has just become more prevalent since the album came out. Yeah, and the the, the word paranoia came up a lot. Oh yeah, reading about this mm-hmm. album. Yep, um, it's a it it definitely creates a world oh, <laughs> an environment yeah that's uh, kind of the intro uh yeah. information to the album so i think we should just get right Let's into it please i'm gonna start yeah. with uh track number one it's one of the greatest album openers uh, of all time airbag Yeah, okay. sure is. Um, the song is somewhat autobiographical. It is. Uh, Tom York was in a was in a car accident, and yeah. um, it's not the only song where he's he's written about his Killer fear cars. fear of travel. Yep, yes, the Benz. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful opener to the album. Yeah. yeah. Did you uh, did you happen to find that oral history I was telling you about that I Rolling did. Stone I, did? I didn't have a chance to really. Really dig into it. Yeah. Oh, it's fan- uh, it's fascinating. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, so in 2017, they they uh, did an oral history. They meaning Rolling Stone did an oral history of OK Computer um, for the 20th anniversary of the album, and um, I, I got a lot of really good information uh, from it. Uh, and you know, it's it's accurate because it's coming from the band uh, and Nigel uh, himself. Yeah. So um, Tom said that um, if you'll Excuse me. When you 
come out of a crash or another dangerous situation, you you feel 1,000 times more alive regardless of what it is. And I think that's he in this song he says, I am born again. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what he's kind of saying. Like he lived through it because of the airbag and mm-hmm. you know, he's, you know, he's born again. Yeah. yeah. He's ready to live his life and live it to the full. And come visit us on a podcast. Yeah, that was so nice hello. of him. I mean, I know he couldn't stay long. That's too bad. But <laughs> maybe we'll have him on again. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Um, <laughs> hey, if you cut that part out. But why would I cut that part out? That's going to give us oh, so see, much cred. Oh, we're talking about it. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. when I said if Tom York says it's cool, then it must be cool? Yeah. Well, that's going to put us on the map, my oh, friend. Oh, that's true. Yeah. We're cool. So don't worry about it. It's, it's going to stay. <laughs> um, let's, let's move on to track number two. Paranoid Android. I want to keep listening to it. I, I don't want to turn uh-huh. it down. <laughs> and especially this song because it's got the, you know, three very distinct parts. Yeah. So you know, um, just just that beginning doesn't really get, give you a sense of, you know, the, the scope of this song. N- no. Uh, Tom himself has said that it's 50% Bohemian Rhapsody, 50% <laughs> happiness that, is a yeah. warm gun. Uh, Ed O'Brien said it's Queen meets the Pixies. Um, it's uh, it's an epic song. It's inspired by a moment that Tom had in L.A. Uh, he was surrounded by some strangers who were high on coke, and this woman became violent when someone spilled a drink on her. Kicking, screaming, Gucci little piggy. Yep. So uh, he was that. disgusted with love that line. <laughs> with people in that moment, and you know, I've always said, don't piss off a musician because they'll just yep, write a song write about a song. you. Uh, I saw he said that this was uh, three moods and three states of mind. There's a you know those different parts of the song, and he quoted at one point saying, "You the song is about the dullest fucking people on earth." Yeah, there <laughs> we go. What's uh? Oh, and the music video for this. It, it, it's one of the first music videos I really remember seeing. It's really messed up. And I remember when it came out, and I loved it. It's a cartoon. I, I mean, you can't. It's tough to even describe. But here we go. Here's awesome. here's the line. Love it. Love, love it. it. <laughs> Yeah, it is a hard to hard to describe music video, but um, I seem to remember someone's limbs getting cut off yeah, uh-huh, and uh, yeah. dude with a beanie like hiding in a tree. <laughs> yeah. I barely remember it. I haven't watched it in a long, no, long time. No, it's been a little while, but yeah. It's uh, it was the nineties. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> it was Radiohead. So nineties. <laughs> so, 
you know? I don't want to skip the song. I want to keep listening to it. <laughs> it's just know, so good. But uh, we have a whole album to talk I about. I was going to say, we don't, you're not going to listen to a three-hour podcast. No, but you're maybe not. Maybe you would. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But this song itself is six and a half minutes yeah, long, yeah. so we should probably move it along. We're going to move it along to track number three, which is Subterranean Homesick Alien. one of those songs that I hear that I immediately have a strong memory tied to every single time I hear it. I was coming back from a concert in Portland and I don't remember what time of year it was, but it was obviously at nighttime, pretty late. Um, driving, well, I was in the passenger seat with a, with a buddy of mine who went with me and we were just going through the windy hills of highway 26 on the way back home. And it was foggy and I just had my iPod on shuffle and this song came on and it just fit that mood oh, perfectly. Yeah. It was just the right song at the right moment. And I will always, always, always think of that anytime I hear this I song. It's so um, you know, for those lights to kind of come out of the sky yeah, and yeah, come I, down on the car. I said it's <laughs> ethereal, it's atmospheric, and it feels like aliens. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of, it's about being like an outcast and yeah. wanting to be abducted basically. yeah well i i had read it's it's about um it's about aliens invading earth and tom being an observer yeah and i saw a quote just about how he wished they would take him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and if the name of the song sounds familiar it's taken from uh subterranean homesick blues oh yeah bob dylan yeah. but apparently there's no other yeah. <laughs> no, no inspiration, no, no nothing. Just no. A, an interesting title. Um, it's you know I I hesitate to say that it sounds dated, but it to me sounds like the most late '90s of any song on the album. 
Um, I could see that, sure. Not in a bad way. It's just it is. It's the it's the only song I think on the album that is a a product of its time. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you okay. know. So, yeah. but uh, like I said, it doesn't take away from it for me. Um, I may no. just be very biased <laughs> because I'm in love with this album, but um, it's so good. So good. I, we use we have no other adjectives that we use on this <laughs> podcast. I think we say everything is so good. So good. But uh, when it, when a song gets you, there's. You, you know, it leaves you speechless. You don't, oh, absolutely. you oh, can't absolutely. come up with the right words, especially for this song. Uh-huh. Um, so we're gonna move on. We we made it to the to the end of this one. Track number four is oh, gives me chills. Yeah. Exit music <laughs> for, for a film. film. I got lost in that one. I <laughs> I forgot I was supposed to turn so it down good. at some point. Um, I think uh, anyone who's a radio fan already knows this, but it was supposed to be included in the soundtrack for Boz Lerman's uh, Romeo and Juliet. Uh, they used it on the album instead. Uh, so uh, they replaced it with a remix of Talk Show Host. Um, I, love, I love Talk Show Host. Yeah. I think that's a great song. Mm-hmm. This, is, uh, this is one of my favorite songs to play on the guitar. Yeah. It's just so nice, good. Yeah. I I always get like emotional release when I oh sure uh-huh. when I play it uh-huh. and when I sing it because it goes from that quiet uh, to well this right here. Yep, here it comes. scenes from the movie 
that, uh, you know, to inspire him. Mm-hmm. And he said he, he wrote this kind of like a how he thought Romeo and Juliet kind of should end, where they escape instead of, you know, dying. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, they didn't. <laughs> they did not. No. Everyone, uh, I, I take it you've seen this, the Romeo and Juliet, this one? Oh, yeah. The mm-hmm. one, yeah. Yeah. John Leguizamo is like the best part of that movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's the best part of any movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I don't think we can say much more about this one, uh, except for that we both, it, it's so good. So good. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so good. Okay, there's a t-shirt idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, so good. good. <laughs> uh, let's, let's move to Let Down. It's track number five on the album. I lied. This one has kind of a ni- late '90s sound it, it, to it, it as well, but <laughs> again, yeah. not in a bad way. No. I'm not complaining. Um, it's uh, from Tom. It's uh, it came from being in the bubble and looking at things as they pass by me. You spend all your time traveling. You're bound to get s- the sense like in let down, like hanging on to something and having the floors collapse underneath mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. I saw this was recorded apparently at 3 a.m. at St. Catherine's Court, which I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know where that is. is, but sounds fancy. Didn't do my uh, due diligence <laughs> on this song, apparently, but uh, you guys should check out that uh, oral history. It's pretty sweet. It's a lot of. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and, and uh, really dive into that. A lot it's of good good nuggets in it. So, yeah. Another great song. I mean, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I have heard it said, and I couldn't agree more. This is the greatest album of the 90s oh absolutely hands down yeah uh-huh yeah i did see it was mentioned a couple times that people have even called it one of the greatest albums ever made ever made yeah, yeah. absolutely uh-huh. it's uh it's just i don't yeah <laughs> I don't no, know. I know. <laughs> you know um you know i i hear it uh, i hear it a lot from uh from my friend cameron shout out to cameron if you're listening uh hopefully the words Hi, radio Cameron. the words radiohead and okay computer get your attention on your facebook feed and you, you you give it a listen but uh he's my he's my radiohead oh okay buddy uh-huh. uh, aside nice. from you kirk um but he says that a lot it's the not only is the greatest album of the 90s but it's the greatest album of uh his and your generation he's a little bit older than me as well but uh, i guess my generation i yeah. was i was old enough you know sure. <laughs> so um 
Anyway, enough of my gum flapping no, about that. We're, 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 we're moving it on. <laughs> moving along to track number six. Yeah. What is it, Kirk? Karma Police. Oh, yeah. This is one of the greatest music videos of all time. It really is. I, I should have, if I had thought about it before, I would have, I would have done the research on it. But I'm, I wonder if they use the same. They don't. They don't use the same guy for all their music videos. But that oh. a lot of their music videos have the same feel yes. to them. I know and, and I, I remember reading about this music video, and I feel like someone legit did it. Yeah, I, I know that. Um, for daydreaming off their most recent album it was actually paul thomas anderson who directed there will be blood um but uh yeah i don't know who directed this one we're pulling it up on uh, on the old wikipedia (laughs) because that question didn't uh dawn on me until just now so let's see what the old wikipedia has to say here so the music video is directed by Jonathan, Jonathan Glazer. Glazer, English filmmaker. Let's see what, what he's else done. Has he done. Oh, he's done tons. We did Street Spirit, Fade sure Out, did, Virtual yeah. Insanity. Okay, that makes sense because that definitely uh, has the same. Oh, Robert, Rabbit in Your Headlights. Have you seen uh, that? One? Yeah, that's one of my favorite music videos okay, as well. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, that makes so sense. Good, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, Massive Attack. Huh. A lot of. Uh, Mainstays of the oh, late oh '90s alternative. Wait, he directed Under the Skin. G- I guess so. Holy Wikipedia okay, never wow. lies, Kirk. Well, that's uh, oh, he's done a bunch of commercials. All right, sorry, oh, getting down on a down a rabbit hole in our yeah, during the little, podcast. Yeah, a little prolific. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Awesome. Let's uh, let's move on, shall we? Uh, wait, did I have anything? Or am I at any? Oh yeah, I just so I just had oh. So if you listen to the Beatles' "Sexy Sadie," mm-hmm. th- that's this chord progression on the piano. Uh, uh, I'd never actually noticed it, and then I actually uh, pulled it up on YouTube, and it was like, "Oh, 
Yeah, and, and he's Tom is open about yeah, that's all right. It's from Sex and Satan. So, uh, and if you listen to it, you with that in, in mind, you, you totally hear it. Well, let's uh, let's pull it up. I because now I'm curious. I I never noticed. No, I never had either. Especially until... since the song is over. Let's see here. There we go. It's not exactly the same. But, but pretty darn close. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Close, yeah. That's cool. Well, let's uh, let's take a break, Kirk. Okay. That's a good little beetle beetle break. Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we'll be right back after an ad from well from us. And we're back. We are back talking about okay. the epic OK computer. Heck yeah. OK, smartphone, do what I want you to do. <laughs> All right, we're back. You know, OK computer predicted this, our reliance on our smartphones. Yeah, it sure did. And this next song. Tom York's like, oh, I hate it when I'm right. <laughs> oh, if you weren't here. I mean, if you were here. Could have had him say that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, two, fitter, happier. Fitter, happier, more productive, comfortable, not drinking too much, regular exercise at the gym, three days a week, getting on better with your associate employee contemporaries, at ease, eating well, no more microwave dinners and saturated fats. A patient better driver, a safer car, baby smiling in backseat, sleeping well, no bad dreams, no paranoia, careful to all animals, never washing spiders done a plug hole, keep in contact with old friends, enjoy a drink now and then, we'll frequently check credit at There's really no chorus to uh, no one to <laughs> turn it down, it's, it's a list of ailments that society has um and you know where where it was headed yeah it's kind of i would say almost if you listen to the whole thing it's almost kind of self-explanatory yeah because uh, it's just being spelled out by that weird robot voice disembodied voice yeah, it's uh -huh. fred from uh, the apple macintosh computer oh yeah yeah, yeah. um i did see that, a, that i saw a mention that there's uh, some talking in the background and apparently Tom recorded that from Three Days of the Condor. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the Macintosh in the 90s had a text-to-speech software, and it was just this weird voice. Um, I used to mess around with it all the time in my computer lab. It was a, it was a lot of fun. Uh -huh. um, one of my favorite ones was called Bad News, and it said everything to the tune of the funeral march. So if we were to use these lyrics, it would be, Fitter, happier, more productive, you know, like, <laughs> so, and, and then there's, like, uh, an alien one, um, I think it was called, like, Zarvox, uh -oh. but, um, we're oh, we're <laughs> oh, my goodness, we're gonna go ahead and just, a little preview there for <laughs> you, preview for you, track number eight, which is electioneering, I don't have anything else to say about fitter, happier, um, I don't think, I was just looking back on my notes here, and I did miss one thing on Paranoid Android, oh, that uh, I think is just kind of interesting that the name of the song 
comes from Marvin. Oh, yeah. The paranoid android mm-hmm. from Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah, Galaxy. good old Douglas Adams. Yes. Well, I I feel like I have to move on now because we got <laughs> cut off. Uh, that song was a lot shorter than I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Okay. Oh, I was going to say, though, about Fitter Happier. I found not uh, a few years ago, like a, a tribute album uh, to this specific album okay computer uh-huh. so a bunch of different bands came in and like one you know they'd take a track and do it okay. and fitter happier was it was recited by david cross really yeah it was great and i can't find it anywhere it's probably on youtube i haven't checked oh. youtube but uh it's it's I've, awesome if I've you never heard if you google it you'll probably find oh. it but uh hey. it was interesting to hear it from like a i said our name the name of our i've never heard that <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> you you stinker all right <laughs> Track number eight, Electioneering. Close. I'm not even going to bother correcting you because that's how much you disgusted me just now. <laughs> how does it actually go? I don't remember. Uh, I, I, I have a fever. I got a fever and the only prescription oh, yeah. okay. is more cowbell. And the only cure for it is uh, some cowbell. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, we have fun, huh? We have fun. Um... This is the most straightforwardly political song on the yes, album. Uh-huh. Um, at the time, Tony Blair was uh, running for prime minister. Um, he he changed the name of the Labor Party to the New Labor Party, and uh, a lot of people, I think, at the time were like, "Oh shit, that can't be good." <laughs> so, you know, it's it's uh, it's a song about politics, saying, "Well, here's what I'm going to do for you," and um, yeah, that that doesn't happen yeah. mm-hmm. most of the time um so it's uh it's it's you know it's about unrest against neoliberal policies around the globe in the late 90s which was huge yes um ultimately culminated in some anti-globalization protests uh all over the all over the planet um yeah it's it is about as political as, as oh, yeah. they get uh-huh. uh, i did see that uh tom apparently was le- reading some noam chomsky Time yeah, the uh, the oral history. Uh, he he <laughs> he says uh, I was reading Noam Chomsky, and then in parentheses it says makes fart noise with mouth. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. I was reading some Noam Chomsky. <laughs> so I don't think he awesome. I don't think he likes Noam Chomsky that much anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh Tom, 
cheeky. Oh, well. Track number nine it is. Climbing up the walls. <laughs> so I mean, I can say that about every, but this, I don't know. It's so dark mm -hmm. and, like, like, literally, like, scary. It is. It's like, so, oh. it's it's scary. It is. Uh, I, I've often, like, just put it on with headphones and, like, close my eyes and I can see, like, a, you know, a horror movie taking yeah. place. Just, yeah. You said at the beginning of the episode that paranoia comes up yes. a lot, and this just is a, it's a song about that. Yeah. It's, um... You know, it's it's uh, and climbing up the walls is an English expression for just utter unpleasant feelings, such as worry and doubt, giving the expression a voice. Um, yeah, and I read that it was it was written from the perspective of someone's paranoid fear. Yeah. So, uh, have you heard of the zero one one zero playlist? It's also called the binary playlist. I don't think so. so, or binary theory. My my apologies. So there's this uh, Radiohead fan theory that OK Computer and In Rainbows are made to be shuffled together. So really? you okay. play you you play track one from OK Computer, uh -huh. then you play track one from uh, In Rainbows, then track two, track two, really? track three, track three. Um, it's really cool. I've listened to it several times, and it's fascinating. So this is track number sixteen on that playlist. And it complements uh, Reckoner. Okay, okay. Wow, I know what I'm listening to. Yeah. Yeah, you should uh, you should check it out. It's really. In Rainbows is also another. I mean, I love all their albums. Yeah. But I mean, OK Computer is up there. Uh, in Rainbows. For sure. Yeah. When we were talking about what album we wanted to talk about for this episode and when we had narrowed it down to radiohead it was between this and in rainbows oh, for okay. me uh -huh. um yep. i couldn't i couldn't decide uh for a while and then i just kind of threw out okay computer and it was like a resounding yes from you <laughs> oh oh absolutely yeah so, uh -huh. uh, i'm really glad we picked this so i'll one. say this was like the first like because I, I i loved pablo actually i have to say i started off with um the bands Okay. Because uh, I was still pretty young uh, when when those two albums were out, and I started with the bands, went back to Pablo Honey, mm -hmm. 
And I did love both those albums. But then when OK Computer came out, that was... That oh, was it for oh you. Man, it was, yeah, for you sure. You were in love. For sure. Well, oh, I you did know what read, I... Oh, sorry. Uh, I did have two other things as the song's ending, but uh, that Tom did have a, a thought on the when he was writing this about... Um, he worked with mentally ill patients mm-hmm. in a home, and... One of them escapes. Yes, he escapes, and they find him in a field, and he said he wasn't a dangerous man, but then you, he, he said, then you do hear about, you know, mentally ill people murdering, mm-hmm. and he just kind of had that in his mind of what would what would make you, or, you know, what would that be like to snap right. and, and do something, you know, unthinkable like yeah. that. Um, and then... The strings apparently were uh, inspired by a song called Threnody to the Victims of Hiroshima. Hmm. And I had to go and look this song up. It's just uh, like a uh, orchestral. It's not. And it is quite the song. Yeah. It's basically all strings. It's very trill. Uh, so apparently they, yeah, the strings were in this song were inspired by that yeah so the string section was composed by johnny greenwood yes uh, duh i mean he's <laughs> he's like a prolific film score yes composer now but uh it's 16 different violins and they are playing quarter notes uh quarter tones apart from one another okay so it kind of gives it that eerie uh-huh oh it's so eerie mm-hmm. and then i, I think it. it pairs perfectly with the next song yeah it does like and, uh, they, they complement each other. Perfectly. They do, and it's you know, it, I, I'm I'm not shocked at all that this is the album that kind of locked in your love for for Radiohead. Uh, in fact, I might even say that there are no surprises there. <laughs> So this was the first song that was recorded for the album. And uh, they kept the ver- the first version they recorded, which is unusual for them because they like to tweak and experiment. And uh, Tom York said that uh, they did endless versions after that first one, but they were all just covers of the first version. Uh, we gave up and went back to the original. And I think it's it's probably the most beautiful song on the record. It really is. And that's what I was saying, like, the song before this was is so scary and 
you know, that brings out that paranoia. Mm-hmm. And this one is kind of like, you know. It's like when you see that dark cloud, like really just black, like dark cloud come, and there's just like torrential downpour, and then it stops, and then the sun yeah, comes exactly. out. Yeah, exactly. That's a perfect analogy. Yeah. I like it. Uh-huh. Exactly. That's how it makes me feel. Please excuse my dumb segue into this song, but I couldn't resist. Couldn't resist. Uh, if you didn't catch that, the song is called No Surprises. Um, would you stop hitting the microphone, Kirk? If you don't mention it, they won't notice it. <laughs> I think that's the only time you've done it, so we'll, we'll let it slide. Uh, I think I've done it twice. Um, well, let's just hope that we're lucky. chorus mm-hmm. uh, yeah. it's so, <laughs> so good <laughs> love, it. love it i love the song um, they did it in five hours yeah and they did it for a charity they did the uh war child benefit project the help album for the bosnian conflict yes they did i don't have much more than that yeah. i don't think it's just a really fucking good song <laughs> it really is no, it really is um, uh, so actually I do have one more thing producer Nigel Godrich stated that the completion of Lucky was the starting point for what would become OK Computer I, saw that. Yeah. I don't know what he means by that because the first song that they recorded for the album was No Surprises so does he mean it was well I guess recorded and completed are two different things I suppose that's true so he I, I would imagine that he completed this song before any of the others and it kind of that's that's uh, what determined what the rest of the album was going to sound sure. like okay yeah You're probably right that makes sense mm-hmm. um, but it's about about a plane crash which again yeah. kind of Tom's fear of traveling and, and uh, you know, long commutes and mm-hmm. so one left one left one left oh no that's all right. You know, I'm. I was. I was 
running a little late on the way here today. Because of stupid traffic? Oh. Yeah, because of... <laughs> I know where you're going. The tourist. <laughs> song it's a good ending good ending to the album it is. It really is and uh it's a good message too you know just you Slow are down. you 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 live your life and you just go 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 and it's telling you to slow down literally literally uh it was uh written by Johnny Greenwood after seeing a group of tourists dash through a town in, in France. <laughs> um, and he's like, whoa, like, look at where you are. <laughs> yeah, I totally get you, his, you, you know, because I think I've kind of been there. Oh, yeah, you want to cram everything into one yeah, day. Uh -huh. Yeah, absolutely. And then you look back on it and you think, boy, I should have, you know, taken my time a little bit more mm -hmm. and enjoyed it. We're not, we're not immune to that, for sure. Yeah. But, uh, that's that's it. That's the album. That's the album. Gorgeous. So good. So good. So good. I think it's time to uh to well, do you have any final thoughts on the album? I know we I usually mean, save it for the for the person who's never heard it, but we yeah. but we both have. So well, I just uh, you know, I kind of, you know, so I this came out in 97, like I said. That's when I graduated high school and I had moved out of home out of my parents' house and yeah, this album was, man, it was a big album for me, you know, at that time. Well, I mean, and always, but yeah, you know, when it came out, it was instantly one of my favorites. So. For sure. Um, I mean, it just kind of speaks to how fantastic it is that it's even one of my favorite albums because I wasn't old enough to appreciate it when it first came out. I, I suppose, didn't discover yeah. it until sure. I was in college. So ten ten years later, um, and 
I don't know. I, I don't have anything else to say about it that hasn't been said already, sure. except that I love it, and that I and I always will love it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it, yeah. There's no way. There's no. This is not gonna ever be an album that I look back on and was like, oh, I used to love it. Yeah. No. Ever. No. I'll be 90 years old and mm-hmm. be like, yeah, put that okay computer on. Yeah. That by that time it'll be. I guess. You'll be like, kids, a computer was... <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Is this classic rock now? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I mean, if they're playing Pearl Jam on the classic rock That's station, true. then this is getting pretty close. Um, well, let's uh, let's do a playlist pick. Oh, uh, so I've, oh I've, boy. I've got, oh boy. I've got two that I think are contenders. Okay. Climbing Up the Walls or, okay. lu- or Lucky. You could have named any song, and I would have been in so. So, agreement, so here's here's what I say. I say we take those two. I've got a quarter here. Oh, We're gonna flip okay. a coin, and okay. uh, we'll we'll let uh, the quarter decide. So, heads is gonna be climbing up the walls. Tails, Tails is lucky. lucky. So, okay. Oh, you can hear it too. It's Go heads. Ahead. Nice. Climbing up, up the walls. walls. Going on the. Uh, going on the old playlist. So. That was that's it. So you know, good. you guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Please rate oh, uh, and review and <laughs> and what? Oh, Glenn, look who's back! Oh, Tom's back. <laughs> oh, uh, I guess he didn't. Uh, he didn't leave after all. Must have just went and get a beer or something. How's it going, Tom? Just popped back in to say, "Great job, lads. Love you both." Now Aww. back to jaunty old England. I'm a creep. I'm a wildo. Okay. I think he's drunk. I think he's drunk. Well, thank you, Tom. That was great. Thanks. Love you too. A few lyrics from you know one of your older songs. I'm a creep. I'm a wireo. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow, Tom. Boy, he's out of here now. Kind words. Must have had to catch a plane. All right. Mm. Well, that was great to see him. That's as long as we don't have to pull him out of the air crash. (laughs) Oh no. Uh. Anyway. It wasn't. I wasn't rudely interrupted because you know Tom York can interrupt us at any time. But as I was saying, yeah. rate, review, tell your friends. Um, if you have any questions or suggestions, email us. Send us a voice message. Those links are in the description of the episode. None of you are doing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> what you mean the reviewing or the any of it? Oh no, no we, that's we, not true. Your brother reviewed us on iTunes. Like, I think two reviews. Oh, two reviews I on iTunes I now. I was say it was two reviews. All right, cool. Uh, last time I checked, it was one. We are getting emails. My my best friend just uh, emailed us with some suggestions. Um, we love voice messages, though. We want to hear your beautiful voices. Yeah, those are fun. We have they a we have a, a listener in Sweden now. Sweden. I know. That's I think they're just listening once and then not listening again because Anchor says less than one percent. So, <laughs> that's okay. Well, come on, Sweden. Thanks for giving us a shot. Send me, uh, send me some uh, Volvo swag, because I love Volvos. Yep, you do. You're a <laughs> you're a, a whore for Volvos. I sure am. Uh, that's that's it that's for it. us this week, guys. Thanks for indulging Thank us so our much. indulging us in our uh, love of Radiohead, and we will uh, see you next week. See you next week.